Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Browns are in New York. And I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. He actually doesn't even remember yesterday like it was yesterday. <laughs> That's the problem with the president of the United States. His, his brain, she's a no good. That brain of his, it's a no good. She no work. The Democrats, have you heard about them? They are something, aren't they? Joe Biden's relationship, I don't really want to say with the truth, so I'll say with reality, is uh, tenuous at best. And and uh, he is not up for the job. It's time that he stepped down. And then Kamala would be the president of the United States. And then the Democrats say, we got the first black Indian woman uh, to uh, the Oval Office. And... And then everybody could laugh her out of office and we should impeach her just for being so dumb. And uh, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Don't you think that'd be good? Although Kevin McCarthy is talking about uh, starting an impeachment inquiry this week, according to news reports. Uh, No time like the present, Kev. Let's uh, get that ball rolling. What do you say? I don't know how many months it takes in this town to order a pizza, but uh, it's uh, kind of getting ridiculous. Delete kind of. Well, and uh, because the Democrats are in charge of so much, and that is a terrible, horrible thing, as everyone knows, I'm going to get to the horrible, terrible, awful Democrat governor in the state of New Mexico who decided that she has the authority to, uh, she's a liberal Democrat and uh, not a very bright person, and she, she believes that, uh, we played audio of her yesterday saying crazy things, because she's banning the Second Amendment for 30 days in uh, the city of Albuquerque and the surrounding county because Democrats shot three children in three separate incidents. And therefore, she believes that she has extra constitutional or or supra-constitutional authorities. And she declared a health emergency, which makes no sense at all, and said that that gives her uh, extra constitutional powers. And that's not true. But that doesn't matter because she's, uh, you know, a person of the left. You have the soundbite from yesterday where she says the, you know, constitutional rights, you can just take them or leave them as you see fit when you're a governor like her because, you know, she's a Democrat and they don't care about the Constitution. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, this 11-year-old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. It's an emergency, and um, therefore she needs to create a safer environment by doing away with the Second Amendment. And in New Mexico, they, you know, they got uh, rattlesnakes there. For example, we got those in Washington, too, but 
you know, they wear Brooks Brothers suits in Washington, so it's different. And people carry pistols, and they go out into the desert, and there's a lot of wild frontier. And, uh, and then there's your Second Amendment right, which is right there in the Bill of Rights. It's, uh, it's right after the First Amendment, which is why we call it the Second Amendment. And it is the amendment that guarantees all of the other amendments, as we like to say, because it's true. But there it is. There is uh, no absolute right she has authority because she declared an emergency because a Democrat shot and killed an 11-year-old. And so she's had it up to here. I'm uh, holding my hand uh, flat across the center of my forehead. And uh, she, she, <laughs> she keeps uh, yipping down there like a poodle. But she, uh, she said, declared it an emergency, and therefore she has bestowed upon herself emergency powers. And, you know, there is no absolute right of any kind and the bill of rights it's just called the bill of rights you know it's not called the bill of absolute rights if only they had thought to call it the bill of absolute rights then she wouldn't have a leg to stand on you see but including her oath her oath is not absolute either she's not an oath keeper um but it turns out that the sheriff of the county is an oath keeper and the sheriff there is having none of this stuff because he's saying now that he will not enforce this fake non-law, which is not a law at all. Uh, the mere fact that she waves her hand and says um, that we're no longer going to allow the Second Amendment in New Mexico because a Democrat shot and killed a child, which, by the way, happens every weekend in Washington, D.C., and happens every weekend in Chicago— and never mind any of that. But the New Mexico sheriff says he won't enforce, quote, unconstitutional, and quote, gun ban, quote, protecting the Second Amendment. So Bernalillo County Sheriff John Allen calls the New Mexico governor, liberal Democrat lunatic woman, Michelle Lujan Grisham, her 30-day public health order banning the issue of firearms permits, unconstitutional. And that's it. You also, it's more than that. You can't uh, carry, it doesn't matter if you have a concealed carry or if you need one. She's saying you can't carry a gun concealed or open carry. Uh, and you can't buy any guns because she's a little communist. And she thinks she can wave her dictatorial claw and um, just eliminate sections of the Constitution of the Bill of Rights like it's an a la carte menu. So Democrat New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is facing widespread pushback from state law enforcement officials following her attempt to ban concealed and open carry permits. And it's not just the issuance of permits. She's just declared all of the permits to be unvalid that people already possess. Bernalillo County Sheriff John Allen described Grisham's 30-day public health order. That's what she's calling it. He called it unconstitutional during a press conference and said uh, that he's not going to enforce it. So here is the uh, here is the sheriff. He uh, amazingly, I, I guess he was on CNN, or they have CNN has video of him um, trying to stand up for Western civilization, uh, uh, constitutional government, and the Bill of Rights. In reference to concealed carry and open carry, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. 
While I understand the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundations of our Constitution, but most importantly, it is unconstitutional. But most importantly, it is unconstitutional. Now, the governor doesn't understand all of this. She is not an intelligent woman, not a serious woman, not a person to be taken seriously. The sheriff also said that was from the press conference, said it's unconstitutional, so there's no way we can enforce that order, you know, because it's illegal. And it's like in the military, if you're given an illegal order, it's your duty to not obey the order and not carry out the order, right? And as a law enforcement official, a police officer, if an elected official orders you to do something illegal, I believe that it's your duty to refuse to carry out the politician's order to enforce what is an illegal mandate. And it's not a law. The media keeps calling it a law. A law goes through the legislature and is signed into law by the chief executive of the state. This is a uh, dictatorial fiat. The sheriff also said, this ban does nothing to curb gun violence. I would also point out that it's not gun violence. It's Democrat violence. The mere fact that Democrats use guns to shoot and kill children does not not mean that it's the fault of the gun. But, you know, the Democrats, they're not very bright. All right, so the governor was on CNN where they're very fond of her and they they think that she's doing a good thing because she's a Democrat and she could be impaling babies on pikes in a row along the roadside. And uh, they'd think that was good, like a scene from Spartacus or something. But that'd be good. Here is uh, New Mexico Democrat Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham on CNN. It's not for police to tell me what's constitutional or not. Yes, it is. No, it is for police to tell you what's constitutional and what's not, when you're doing things that are unconstitutional. She thinks that all law enforcement agencies in the state, I guess, are at her beck and call, and that if she requires that they do things that are illegal, that they should sit down and shut up. She is a dictatorial, tyrannical, uh, mental dwarf. Can you say dwarf, or do you have to say mental little person? Uh, Here is the Democrat Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. They haven't supported one not one gun violence effort in the state of New Mexico, so governor, including domestic violence protections, universal background checks. And I know you want to ask me a question, so I'll take a breath. But it's these are NRA talking points. These are NRA talking points. She is a mental case. She should be, you know, the police should go to the governor's mansion and drag her out in handcuffs and, and uh, tow her away and throw her in jail. Um this is, you know, this is, this is enough already with you and you. Uh, the Constitution, nothing is absolute. Oh, you're an absolute idiot. So that's absolute. I, we found one thing that's absolute. That's uh, pretty amazing. She's the governor. She's on scene. I know you want to ask me a question, so I'll take a breath. <laughs> Why don't you take a class in civics since you're the governor of one of our 50 states, you numbskull. We also have, Governor, the Constitution of of New Mexico and the Constitution of the United States, and you're an attorney. Do you think you're on solid constitutional ground here? Well, um, we're going to see. I mean, look, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think I had the right. I have the right. Where is the right? Where is the right? In the state of New Mexico. Public health, it's a suspension. It's not a ban. It's a suspension. It's not. It's just a ban for a month. 
Okay. So we're just taking away your constitutional rights for a month, and that is okay. Now, here's a crazy fun fact. Uh, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, who is now the Vice President of the United States, uh, officiated at the wedding of New Mexico governor. She was the officiant at the wedding of the Democrat governor, that is, stripping people of their Second Amendment rights because, you know, you wouldn't want to get religion involved or anything like that. Uh, 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 uh. Vice President Kamala Harris to officiate at wedding of New Mexico Gubernator Michelle Lujan Grisham. Isn't that amazing? First-term Democratic governor will marry her longtime fiancé in a small ceremony in Washington, D.C. Why would they get married in Washington, D.C.? She's the governor of New Mexico. This is from April of last year. Vice President Kamala Harris will be helping wedding bells ring for the first couple of the land of enchantment. She will officiate the marriage of first-term gubernator of New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham, and her fiancé, businessman Manny Cordova. And um, that is, I mean, it is such a circle fest in a hot tub, this this whole Democrat Party thing. And they have no respect, of course, for the rule of law, but pay no attention to that. You know how they are. They're the Democrats. Yeah, and uh, I'm sorry, Kamala Harris officiated at their wedding? Is that, is that what happened? The stories all say that she's uh, going to, she's to officiate. Uh, now, there are 100 headlines about how she's going to officiate And uh, I don't see a story saying that she did officiate. Just a hundred stories saying that she was going to officiate. Pay no attention to any of that. How do you have smelly odors in your home or your office that you'd really like to get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking and cigarette smoke and litter boxes and trash cans and... You know, even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. And there are no expensive filters to have to buy and schedule the replacement of. No, no. And you can hold one in your hand. They're only this big. Right now, more than 350,000 thunderstorms already sold. Two of them in my house. Check out all the five-star reviews online. It works like a champ, and this week I've got a great deal for you to get your own thunderstorms. Right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. Put one in your teenager's room, bring one to the office. That's three units for under $200. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com, enter the discount code CHRIS, that's me, C-H-R-I-S. That's EdenPureDeals.com, the discount code is CHRIS, and shipping is free. Yeah. What a political party, huh? Crazy. Still have to get back to Joe Biden in Hanoi. More dumb stuff from Joe coming up. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. 
From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Now, the Democrat governor of New Mexico was asked by an actual reporter asking an actual reporter question. I was pleasantly surprised to see this. What kind of an effect her ban would have on, you know, on people killing people and, and would it save lives? And uh, here's what the governor said. Do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque on the streets for 30 days? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque for 30 days? No. All right. So, <laughs> so you th- you're just stripping law-abiding citizens who are not doing anyone any harm, uh, stripping their constitutional rights protected in the Bill of Rights and the Second Amendment, knowing that not a single criminal will pay any attention to what you're doing here, and it will not save a single life. Right? Um, do you think it will? No. No. And she said it out loud which means she should be dragged out of the governor's mansion by the police in handcuffs and thrown in a jail somewhere. Uh, Poppy Harlow on CNN had a question for, for the, uh, the governor. Oh, where, where does the constitutional right come from? Oh, oh sorry. So yeah, Poppy asked, uh, hey, where'd the constitutional right come from? And she's like, I don't know. What do I know? I don't know anything about any of that stuff. It's, uh, she's the Democrat governor of one of our 50 states, and She's going to take away your constitutional rights because a Democrat shot a child. And do you think it will stop one criminal from carrying a gun? She says no. And then I think the follow-up question is, well, then why are you doing it? Um, We're going to see. I mean, look, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think I had the right. I have the right. Where is the right? Where is the right? In the state of New Mexico. She, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think I had the right. She thinks she's got the right to suspend the Constitution because, or whatever portion of the Constitution she decides is appropriate because she's declared a health emergency because a Democrat shot a child. See? So there you go. And by that standard, you could suspend the Constitution in whole or in part in every jurisdiction in the United States where a Democrat has shot a kid, which is practically every jurisdiction. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. There are communists in the United States of America that belong to the uh, Revolutionary Communist Party. It's, uh, it's not a party you want to go to. Smelly, violent, stupid, you know, commies. The New York Post has the story, Communist revolutionaries set fire to American flags in protest outside Jason Aldean show. Quote, 
we will try it right in front of your concert. That's supposed to be a mock of Jason Aldean's song, Try That in a Small Town. Try that in a small town. So the communist revolutionary group burned American flags, plural, and chanted anti-U.S. slogans during a disturbing staged protest outside a Jason Aldean concert in Chicago on Saturday night. Around 20 communists, they have communists, they, they want to murder everybody and steal everything. They're not well. Around 20 communists belonging to the Revolutionary Club Chicago, not even of Chicago, it's the Revolutionary Club Chicago, the RCC, assembled outside Credit Union One Amphitheater in Tinley Park. You know, Credit Union One Amphitheater is not a good name for a, uh, a venue. Shouting phrases like, beep, the U.S. and all its might, because they want, you know, they, they believe that all power comes from the barrel of a gun, just like those Obama administration people said. As they torched the U.S. flags, according to video shared by News to Share, the group was also taking jabs at Aldine's song, Try That in a Small Town, labeling the Georgia-born artist song a piece of fascist beep. So here are the uh, communists um, outside of the ridiculously named venue, the Credit Union One Amphitheater. They love bullhorns, don't they? They're doing the Marine Corps uh, training chant. I don't know, but I've been told that every commie is a big boop. They're the KKK. They're the fascist USA. That's uh, the, uh, you know, the, uh, they're wearing T-shirts that say uh, revolution and nothing less. And they're, they're morons and they're violent and they're criminals and they're stupid. And it did have a happy ending, though, because uh, the police came along and shot all 20 of them. And it was <laughs> 20 of them. Very sad. Their parents are not sad either. It's kind of amazing. Yes, it is. And uh, Bernie Sanders took to... The uh, X yesterday, he's got an X post. Uh, yeah, he's got a check mark too. Doesn't he hate everything um, that X represents and Elon Musk because Elon Musk is a free speech guy and all that stuff. And uh, the left is very angry all these years later uh, about Salvador Allende in Chile, which is a country in South America. Remember, um, AOC thinks that Chile is a uh, soup that you make with or without beans. Uh, probably in Texas, but she's not a very bright person, is she? Because she is, she's AOC, and AOC is just one of the dumbest people ever. I'm making vegetarian chile. Chile, chile. <laughs> she's making vegetarian uh, country in Latin America. Bernie Sanders, who's a communist, took to the Twitter yesterday, the X, and he X posted. 
on September 11, 1973, Salvador Allende, Chile's democratically elected president, who is a communist, who is in bed with the communists, and was attempting to move all of South America and Latin America into the communist column, was overthrown by a military coup backed by the U.S., which Bernie uh, Sanders hates, which ushered in a fascist government and the loss of thousands of Chilean lives. Today, we honor the memory of Salvador Allende. Um, he was a uh, commie and, um, and uh, honestly ushered in a fascist era. And the Democrats, because they're the left, they continue to say, oh, well, we killed 3,000 people in Chile. Now, actually, it was a fight among Chileans, and it was a Cold War battle because, you know, he is a self-proclaimed Marxist, okay, head of the Socialist Party. And Bernie Sanders, all these years later, 50 years later, is still lamenting that Salvador Allende was overthrown, the head of the Socialist Party, a Marxist, in Latin America as the Soviets were attempting to get a foothold in Latin America and South America to take it over because they were taking over the world to enslave the entire world uh, by beating people to the ground with rifle butts and bayonetting people to death and murdering tens of millions of people. And Bernie Sanders is still on their side because he calls himself a democratic socialist. He's a flippin' commie is what he is. And yesterday, he's still lamenting. Uh, just completely ridiculous. And uh, by the way, uh, Allende killed himself, didn't he? Did he commit suicide? Because And they blame us for that? Is that they blame us for that too? Yeah. He shot himself in the head. He killed himself. And um, yes, sir. Bernie Sanders is still in their camp. And the communists in uh, Chicago uh, chanting, naturally, you got to curse because they're, and just, you know, F this and S that because they're, they're, you know, they're liberals, they're Democrats, they're, they're mental, they're violent, they're criminals. And, uh, yeah, there was a fight and several thousand Chileans were killed. And they didn't fall to the Soviet Union, who would have killed many more. But they don't care about that because they're very, very unwell, aren't they? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, yes, sir. Now let's go to, uh, here's a uh, great hack. Let's go back to Joe Biden in uh, Hanoi, speaking of communists. And the, you know, you remember the Vietnam War, the Democrats were on the side of the communists, well, the left in the United States, the Hanoi Jane and, you know, the lefties, they're on the side of the, they wanted the communists backed by the Soviet Union to win in Vietnam. And uh, they weren't on our side. They're still not on our side, just by the way. But here's a uh, great headline because, you know, September 11th was yesterday. You know the game Jenga? You know the game Jenga? You know what that is? That's where you have the kind of rectangular, small wooden blocks that you can hold in your hand, and you build a tower, you know, a couple feet high of the wooden blocks. And then you start removing the wooden blocks one at a time uh, in the hope that your whole tower won't fall over, right? And the person who removes the, removes the block that makes the whole thing fall over loses the game Jenga, right? So here's the headline. Biden comforts 9-11 victims by telling about the time he was playing Jenga and his tower fell over. See, because, you know, he likes to, because <laughs> Joe Biden is very severely mentally impaired, 
as we have observed again and again. Biden comforts 9-11 victims by telling about the time he was playing Jenga and his tower fell over. Because, you know, he likes to say like he went to Maui and he said, you guys, your whole town burned to the ground, this historic town in Maui, and everybody is dead and all your properties are completely destroyed, their ashes on the ground. But I had a kitchen fire 19 years ago and almost lost my cat. Almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. In that order. <laughs> and he kept telling that story again and again about how, hey, you think this is, hey, you know, September 11th? You kidding me? I had a kitchen fire. Almost lost my cat. What was your cat's name? Yeah, the Jenga. He's got the Jenga thing. All right, let's we get to... a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Got a little, got a little sense because they had a kitchen fire. The uh, fire chief said it was out in 20 minutes and they didn't lose their cat. And the Corvette, as you know, is still fine. He's storing uh, classified documents in there to this day, I think. Pretty amazing stuff. Oh, yeah, that's the Babylon Bee. I should mention it. I mentioned that's the Babylon Bee. That's the, that's the Babylon Bee. Biden comforting 9-11 victims by telling about the time he was playing Jenga and his tower fell over. That is a, a satirical outlet, but it's kind of hard to tell the difference when it comes to Joe Biden. That's for sure. Anchorage, Alaska. Americans across the country remembering the tragic events of September 11, 2001. President Joe Biden offered the victims' families Comfort by telling them about the time he watched in horror as his Jenga tower fell right before his eyes. The Babylon Bee is funny. They're funny people. All right, let's get back to Joe Biden because he's unintentionally funny very often. And here's Joe Biden, soundbite number four. He's in Alaska at uh, a joint base, uh, Elmendorf Richardson Joint Base. Used to be Elmendorf Air Force Base. And uh, here's Joe Biden. And he stopped there and made a little speech because if he had gone to Ground Zero in New York and maybe even to the Pentagon in Arlington, Virginia, he may have been booed and it would have been an embarrassing, uh, you know, the optics, they care very much about optics, not about human life, but about optics. They care very much. Joe Biden in Alaska uh, talking about the 22nd anniversary of the terrorist attacks on the United States of America September 11th, 2001. We know the distance did not dull or diminish the pain we felt all across the nation of September 11th. Because we know that on this day, 22 years ago, from this base, we're scrambled and high alert to escort planes through the airspace. Um, really, from Elmendorf um, in Alaska, it would be hard to get farther away and still be in the United States from what was going on on the East Coast. Um, I, you know, let's not forget the heroes of Elmendorf. <laughs> I mean, honestly, no slam to the people that were serving at Elmendorf in 2001, but that was not the hot spot. And that's where Joe Biden is. And um, honestly, on September 11th, uh, huh? that's, uh, that's Joe Biden. He is not the brightest man in the world. And the whole White House operation thought this would be great. <laughs> They're pretty amazing. 
And, of course, he said he was there the next day, uh, and then they had to admit later on he didn't go to New York until nine days later after the attacks of September 11th. Governor Ron DeSantis um, this morning, well, actually last night, he was on the uh, Fox News channel, and talking about, well, gee, should uh, Joe Biden step down as president? Maybe, I don't think they were really talking about it, but, you know, uh, uh, who, do, who do the Democrats have as backup? And Governor Ron DeSantis said this. Think about who's waiting in the wings with Kamala. And I think you're right in terms of the aptitude, uh, even though she's a lot younger, uh, I think she's basically been his impeachment insurance because people know no matter how bad Biden is, nobody wants Harris. And that's just the reality. That is a, um, you know, and I've said effectively the same thing, that his backup quarterback is Kamala Harris. And uh, that's enough to keep Joe Biden in office for a long time because, you know, for the love of. So uh, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones. I haven't gone to the phones in too long. Talking about too much Democrat stuff. Still have to get that uh, this uh, porn lady, the Democrat running for office in Virginia, who's like uh, running on the Pornhub platform, I think. Let's go to Ross calling from Roanoke, Virginia. Ross, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Best bumper music ever, brother. You bet your bottom dollar it is the best bumper music ever. <laughs> and that's our friend Mike McKay, our late great friend Mike McKay, uh, responsible for our bumper music, uh, but you're you're right uh, about that. And I don't, I don't know if you've noticed this. It. Other talk shows poach a lot of our music. Have you noticed that? Oh, I have. Absolutely. <laughs> Chris, I'm confused about something. Yes, yes. Um, you always say that these are liberals. Uh, these are not liberals. These are leftists. Yeah. Would you explain the differences among the libs, the leftists, and the Democrats? Because I think they're all nuts. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think you have to be nuts now to call yourself a Democrat. You know, they spread so much hate. You got to hate Trump. You got to hate Republicans. You got to hate people that fly the American flag and hate the police and hate the military and hate everything American. You know, the Democrat Party. I grew up in a Democrat Party household that was that was certainly comparatively sane and rational and patriotic and pro-American and anti-communist and like John F. Kennedy. He was all of those things, and. Uh, he, he had some other characteristics too, but he uh, but he had those. He was patriotic, anti-communist, uh, flag-waving American, and my mother was uh, John F. Kennedy, Democrat. Now you know liberals. Uh, the the problem liberals have is they kind of won all their battles and appropriately in the 1960s, the 1950s, moving Democrats out of the schoolhouse doors and you know moving Democrats out of the front door of the the Woolworths uh, to let black people into the luncheonette counter. All those battles are won, uh, the liberals and the race things and all that stuff. But now the left is here, and no one is more illiberal than the leftist. The leftist is Bernie Sanders, who's still lamenting a commie, Salvador Allende, who killed himself in 1973, because they want to enslave everyone. They, they're dictatorial. Uh, liberals aren't dictatorial. Democrats aren't dictatorial by nature, but leftists are authoritarian, dictatorial, anti-freedom, anti-liberty, anti-constitutional republic, anti-bill of rights, anti-police, uh, anti-American, the left. And, uh, and they are, you know, they're coming for your rights. The left is coming for your rights. They're here to strip you of your rights. They want to Sovietize the world. They don't believe they lost the Cold War. They believe that was just a phase, and they're coming back uh, to try again.
That's the left. So I'm still safe to avoid all of them, though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's the best bet. Yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, I think most people that call themselves liberals today uh, have become leftists without even knowing it. They've they've been able to. It's like the you know the boiling frog thing, and the left has been boiling the frog here in the United States for for a long, long time. Uh, thank you, Ross, and a lot more on that. You know, as the world progresses, as the world turns. You know, Joe Biden's plan to introduce uh, the digital dollar in the United States is already underway. It's very nefarious, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences here because notwithstanding what they're telling us, this is not in our best interest as a country or as individuals, and time is of the essence. So getting smart now is a really great idea if you want to protect yourself, and I know you do. You can help protect your savings, your financial future for yourself and your family, the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying now with IRAs in gold and silver. Precious metals, my friends. Call the experts to get started at American Alternative Assets. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20. 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. Call them today. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal investment, tax, and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah. But Ross, it is a great is it a great question. It's part of the big lie that they're liberals. They're not. Yeah, I think that uh, Enrique Tario was sentenced to prison for pulling down and burning a Black Lives Matter banner with a value of about twenty dollars, and uh, he got prison time for that. But if you're a Democrat and you burn the American flag at a Jason Aldean concert in Chicago. That's fine. The Democrats applaud that, right? I'm sure there were other people's flags because commies are not going to go out and buy American flags to burn. They're going to steal them because they're commies. That's what they do. So what's the jail sentence for burning American flags at a Jason Aldean conference? It should be double whatever it was for Enrique Tario and the Black Lives Matter banner. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.